All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the show here on a Monday. It is uh, Barn Burner, Boomer Pender Warner. As uh, the super, the superest of bowls has come and gone. We have no more football to talk about. There's no more games to bet on. There's no mm. more fantasy football. There's there's just nothing left now. It's just my feed on social media is starting to fill up with baseball, and that feels a little early. It's Pitchers and catchers. It doesn't feel early to me. I'm ready for a trip south. Let's go. Spring training. Come on. Dun Eden's beautiful, Red. Let's go. $2 beers. Little dolphins poking their little snouts out of the water. Oh, how do they do? Right. Yeah, something like that. Dolphins. That's pretty good, Red. Yeah, really good. So yeah, that's uh, that's kind of where we're at. There's always, you know what? Melancholy. Little melancholy that now the the old football's done. Is or not, I guess we're fine like serendipitous? No, it's nothing like that. I don't no. think serendipity is the word, no. No. Uh, did we enjoy the match last night? It was maybe a little slow moving for was a while. Plotting? Was it a plotting event? It was- you have under one point for the first quarter. If you did, congrats. Uh, yeah, yeah. That was a little yeah. sleepy start. I'm sure the football purists would love it. There's some great defense being played and a lot of scheming, but there were not a lot of big, exciting plays until we got into the second half. I love scheming. Yeah, you do. I'm a big schemer. A schemer and a scammer. He's doing this all the time. He's just constantly... (laughs) Uh, Fumble. Turnover. All right, here we go. Uh, Nothing comes of it. 
Oh, turn the ball over. Oh, it, nothing. Nothing comes. A lot of punts. Three and out. Three and out. Three and out. But yet, uh, gets the overtime and a thrilling finish. And I, I you know, oh, where's it? How does it rank all time? I don't know how it ranks all time. But it I was ranks watching. The, it ranks to me as one of the least surprising ends for an overtime football game that I. Kind You've of. seen that before. You've seen yeah, that movie. Yeah. If you had had to have picked, what would it have been? Yeah, I think the Niners, they'll probably go down, kick a field goal, and then. I think Pat Mahomes will probably find a way to get more than three points with a Super Bowl on the line. Yeah. And he did. He did. He I'm is surprised. that good. He is that good. He is. It's amazing he to is. watch. Do you, and now, how do you feel about it, Warner? Because you, you talked last week. You're kind of You're kind of here for uh, it, but... I, I'm not uh, the people in Buffalo hate the Chiefs and we're definitely not cheering for the Chiefs. And I think that's probably everyone's a little sick of the Chiefs anyway, but I don't I'm not a football guru, but to me, it was as much the Niners not continuing to do what they needed to do to have success as it was the Chiefs. Like the Chiefs made the most and did what they had to do to win, and the Niners just kind of didn't. They didn't yeah. follow the script. They didn't follow a game plan. You're telling me the first few possessions of the even. I mean, I'm listening to Aikman, so I will reiterate what he's saying. You're not going to run the ball. Yeah, you're not. You're you're not going to run the ball huh. for all the possession and the amount of times they had Kansas City three and out and punting. They really didn't seize yeah. the opportunity to put up more points. You know, you, you talked about the Kansas City or the having a punt after the Niners turnover. Well, same thing. I mean, mm -hmm. make them pay. They didn't. And to let them be within one score at the half. That's what it was. Cause Kansas city was really not impressive at all in the first half. No, and you keep watching that well, they're was, down by yeah. three. They're, they're down by a touchdown here. It's, it was just, they were never able to kind of distance themselves. And then you get a little break off of the leg of a, one of the return team, and then it's there, and then okay, well now we now we're into it. Miss Convert, and, and uh, you missed Convert, right? That's a big one, right? I, I actually, Kansas State I think ties you're wrong. Again. I think you're wrong. I think it's hypothetical. Obviously, yeah. is that the word? Yeah. Anyway, the what I'm saying Trying is, a lot I, of think, stuff I think I think KC wins in regulation if they kick the Convert. I think they score. They the approach going down the field is going to be different. They're just going to score a fucking touchdown. Yeah, there. if Mahomes needs a touchdown, he's going to go get one. I, I kind of agree with you there. It's just a matter of okay, well then, how much time is there left on the clock for? There was lots. Niners or not? Niners use their timeouts differently. We don't know. That's an alternate universe. But point being that um, they made Kansas City's life a lot easier by being up by three, not four. And you talk about, I forget which game it was. I think it was a Super Bowl game or it was a playoff game. Remember they had a heart monitor or, or something on Patrick Mahomes and they were showing how really just kind of even keel his heart rate was despite being mm -hmm. in watching him in that overtime. And it's kind of media speak. He's totally comfortable there. Yeah. He didn't look, they were moving rapidly. They were getting it down the field. They were moving. Oh, this guy, this guy's just fine. Total control. He's just fine here. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run it. Oh, we're gonna go here. And you're right. As it got close, it's like they're getting a touchdown here. They're gonna have some play cooked up. They'll find some scheme that's gonna fool them. And yeah, there was at least there one was. or two guys open on that touchdown to win it. And you listen to Aikman when he says things. I look at it and notice it. Like the the Chiefs' D was tired. And the Niners weren't taking advantage of it. And then it looked like finally the Niners D got a little bit tired by the end, and the Chiefs did. Like they You're talking about Romo, right? Not Aikman. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes, yeah. I could. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. making sure we're on the same page. Uh, yes. 
I'm an idiot. No, Romo. Romo for sure. Anyway, I don't It was yeah. fun. I watched it all. all of it, for all the steam it didn't have to start, you had overtime. And theoretically, sort of like a double overtime in a sense, because under some old rules, not necessarily the last set of old rules, but the prior set of old rules, that could have been over one possession in. Now, were you thinking when the Niners took the ball that that was a grave error? Because I'm seeing a lot of it this morning and last night. I said, I don't know what Shanahan, I don't know what they were thinking. And I I mean, I I, I get it now, now that it's, because like you say, the, the rules have changed. I'm just so used to, and I guess- In the regular be, season, you take the ball. You win- the coin toss and you're taking the ball, but everybody, this is, they're treating like, and it, I guess it was, it's a grave error that you yeah. gave Kansas city, the, the game plan. Here's what you need to do on this yeah. drive to win the super bowl. Yeah. In the you playoffs, you do, want I the guess. ball second. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's clear. Um, and Jack had sent me a bunch of stuff. Like the Kansas city was all over this. They knew exactly what was up. So we've been talking about this for weeks and the Niners were like, yeah, we didn't know the rules. What are the rules? <laughs> yeah. Like, now, that doesn't matter. All you need is one guy to know the rules. And I believe that's Fred Warner who went out for the coin toss. If he knows the rules, you're fine. No one else needs to know them. But the only way it makes sense is that the Niners D, if they needed a breather, because they'd been on a lot of the fourth quarter, but that still seems like, I don't know, you had a huge extra long halftime because of the performance. There is a little pause before overtime. Like, you still, if you're playing chess, you absolutely always take the ball second. You'd have to have some sort of weird circumstance to justify not doing it and it seems like a bit of a whiff and, and Romo noted it immediately he's like oh this is interesting because you know maybe they're trying to get the defensive breather but you don't know how many you need to score to win Kansas City will that's a huge advantage you know if it's fourth and one it's, at the 20 are you yeah. taking the field goal or are you going for going for it you don't know whereas Kansas City it's clear as day what they have to do at that point they either need three or seven well even the Niners yeah they drove down the field they're close they they you, know, you needed seven, you probably yeah. would go for it on fourth and short, or in theory, right? Dumb. So there it is. Poor Shanahan. What's he been to two overtimes in the Super Bowl and lost him? He's right. lost three. Yeah. Mm. Oh, well. Don't like the cut. I don't like the cut of his jib anyway. Was he in Atlanta for that epic? He was. Yes. Oh, no. That was probably the worst one. All you need to do is run the ball 20 times and you want a Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh boy, that was tough. 28 3. 28 3. Mm -hmm. Brutal. Well, it's a game day for the Calgary Flames. Say what? That's right. That's right. Get your, get your helmet on, yo. We take a look at, uh, well, and you know what? We got games to talk about. So we get into our opening statements for McLeod Law. I mean, why wouldn't we? They're Calgary through and through, proud of those Calgary roots, big part of their longstanding client relationships. They understand the city, the people in it, and the way things work. And of course, like the communities they serve, McLeod Law team, very diverse and share a strong commitment to making positive impacts on the city of Calgary. Anything you need in uh, along the legal legal advice, legal assistance, contact McLeod Law and they will take care of you. So opening statements, we go back to the game on the weekend. The uh, the Islanders, Patrick Rua and the New York Islanders. Um, a convincing win, I think, for the Calgary Flames. Jacob Markstrom trying to get a goal, trying to be a goal scorer. Didn't really work for him. But uh, four straight wins now for the Calgary Flames as they beat the Islanders on Saturday. Can I just reiterate that Mackenzie Weger is not a top four defenseman in this league. Like why he was going to come up. I have it in my notes. Why are why have we committed to this guy 
for so long. Yeah. And One so of those much. deals looks pretty good all of a sudden. <laughs> Six and what? Oh, that's fantastic. Jeepers. Uh, but to be fair, he just didn't look like this guy until about the new year last year, Rhett. It's like, I, we all love taking little pot shots, but what you had seen in Calgary was not a good defenseman. You just had to trust that the body of work, which was more than three months and was, you know, half a decade in the league would prove otherwise. Um, and that's, that's come to fruition. I've also loved them with Anderson. I know last year they had him bouncing with a bunch of other guys, but uh, it's been a monster year. He leads the NHL in scoring goals from defensemen. And if you go back to the all-star break, there's no one even like, yeah, he's, he's ahead of Makar. He's ahead of Brent Burns. He's at, like, what? Adam Fox, like Norris guys. He, he might even start to get into that conversation. We kind of chortled at that a month ago. Pike had brought it up, said, don't be surprised if this guy gets a little Norris buzz. I'm like, eh, it seems a little heavy. Here he is. Feels a little, still feels a little heavy. There's if you finish goals, goals, heavy, but he's leading the league in goals, though. You're yeah, gonna like get some goals. Like you just are. Not gonna win it, but like you get a lot of second, third, fourth place votes. I bet. Okay. All right. But yeah, 15 oh. goals, hat trick. It's a lot of goals. Like how many guys have scored 20 from the blue line in the last 20 years? For the two flames? or three? Like Mike Green, Brent Burns, and who? It's wild. Carlson, did he get 20 last year? I don't even know he got to 20. Yeah, like, it's maybe. it's rare air that he's in here, Dino. Okay, Jesus. Mark, um, not, like, we already beat up on Uyghur. Let's try to have some positivity or surround him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, anything else from that match? Man, they, they, they win four in a row, they lose four in a row, they win four in a row. Like, yeah, I was looking this morning. They've been, and I think we brought it up before, and they just continue to be... Uh, extremely streaky one four mm -hmm. lost four one four lost two one three lost two one three lost four that's how it's gone for them uh but i guess if you're going to lose a bunch then just get them all back It'd just be nice not to give them all back once you win a whole bunch so we'll see what happens here uh five straight on the road four in a row overall as for the rangers they are five one and one in their last seven and uh, they've also won four straight. So we'll see. Something's got to give, boys. Sturkin against Markstrom, your goalie matchup tonight. As noted uh, last week by us, it was Jonathan Quick for a couple out of the All-Star break for the Rangers. But Shosturkin, who has struggled mightily against the Flames in prior years, was good in their only visit earlier this year to Calgary. And uh, he gets a crack at the Flames tonight. Shosturkin won in overtime, albeit against Chicago, in his last start. It was three quick games prior to that and it was the first it's, it's the first win for him uh and first start in a while so 2.89 sorry 2.86 goals against an 899 save percentage but since the turn so of the calendar uh Shesterkin, five five and one and an 868 save percentage rough goalies pass. they they looked at the they said the all-star break even though he went right he was at the all this is a reset just use this is kind of a be like we'd be sending you home or how it happens with goalie sometimes. This is it. When you come back, we're going to get things right back on track. So that's what they're saying. He was resetting at Paris, Texas at 2 a.m. when I saw him in Toronto. Not sure that's going to turn the season around. Hey, that's a reset of some sorts. The mental, mental reset. Yeah. yeah, it's a mental reset. And as for Markstrom, decent. Still... Really, uh, he didn't. He does not need a reset. Although, as I was watching when he, uh, well, he had the misplay on the shot from out. It was offside. They waved it off, yeah, but the shot yeah. from outside the blue line. It's like that was a weird one. Is he starting to get tired? Is that what's happening? Are we drifting now? Even though the All Star break was just here, are we are these sort of the gaffes and things that happen. But 
probably not. How many minutes did it take everyone to figure out what the hell had happened there? Um, they couldn't find an angle that showed no, the puck going No, and then it was in. like three minutes later, they're going to come uh, to, to uh, whistles and like, okay, I think we got it now. And it's like, Jesus, guys, like it hit a body, came outside. It was offside when they shot it in and it went in. Yeah. But it, it equally took the referees in Toronto a while to figure it out because it was, yeah, it was, it offside was definitely offside, but, yeah. you know, technology. AI. Was it really in? That's the question. Um, Roland, feeling good, those fellows, I'm guessing. I'm, I'm just rattled by all of this. You have a bunch of guys that everybody wants, and now you're starting to play good, except we don't want them. Because they're playing too good, they're going to cost us Trump picks. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. What madness world are we living? Like, it's just, are we destined to be screwed one way or the other? Oh, we're close. We can't Red? trade. Oh, we will know by Christmas what this team is. Yes, okay? so just come don't to me on the twenty third of December. I'll tell break. you. We'll know. I'll tell you what's up with this team, right? What we're getting here. This is what you, this is what you wanted, doesn't it? Where you could get some assets, trade some guys, but the other guys come in and they're rejuvenated and they're excited. Young guys are excited to get in there and you could still make things interesting. That's what we're getting there. Okay. It's what you wanted. But I also wanted a high draft pick. Well, you're not getting that. I don't think you're getting that. Maybe you could take multiple picks and try to trade up to get a high one. Yeah. Or you just trade Markstrom and then, yeah, the high pick is there. Kind of unlikely. Yeah. Which, by the way, apparently it was a conversation that happened on Saturday. You got intel? Well, I mean, I don't have intel, but people smarter than us definitely do. Let's, Are uh, you spilling the beans? Let's hear from Elliot Friedman. Off with Jacob Markstrom. Now, the Flames and the Devils played earlier this week. The Flames beat them. And from what I understand, the two teams are not commenting in the lead up to that game, the two teams had legit conversations about the Calgary goalie. Now, there's a couple of things I want to make clear here. Number one, I don't know that this was ever taken to Markstrom, so I don't know if, if he got involved. But I do think the two teams talked about it quite seriously. And I think there were a couple of issues. One, of course, was the package it would take to get him. And the other was retention. Now, is it still possible I just heard it was really tough to do, really difficult, and it stopped in its tracks. But the two sides did talk. I believe there were some serious conversations, and we'll see if it picks up, although it just sounds today, Ron, like it's unlikely. And I also wanted to credit Eric Francis, who did some great work this week with Markstrom and Noah Hannafin. He's great. So there's so two ways you the, can... Uh... So he spilled the beans on a bunch of nothing. The, uh, there's two ways to interpret this. So it's, see, now this is why this is a deal that happens in the summer. If it happens, look how complicated it is. You got to worry about retention and what's he worth. And the other side is like, well, hang on. They're, they are absolutely having serious conversation about trading and this could happen. I mean, which, where do you fall out? Cause you can sell it either way. Well, the other part of that is too. And you would think if it's the flames trading Markstrom, you might want somebody who's good on their roster. And if the devils have decides on making the playoffs, well, we'd like to have those good players on our roster, plus the goalie to get to the playoffs, get in and maybe have some success. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's not surprising. I, I guess the other thing is too, it was, I'm sure the, the talks were serious on the devil's side because they would love to have Markstrom. How serious is Conroy? Conroy's got to listen to everybody. It's like, well, okay, well, what would it, what would it look like? Well, we need you to need some money. Well, that's going to cost you. 
-hmm. well, who do you like on our team? Well, I like him. And we're, of course, we're going to need some picks and that. I just, mm -hmm. I wonder at the end of the day, how serious it was on the Calgary side. Isn't that Jersey needs, would love to get a deal done. Isn't that the beauty for Conroy though? He's a zero pressure with Markstrom. Didn't take it to Markstrom. So it clearly wasn't that close to what the package he yeah. wanted. And they've been consistent. All the insiders saying, if it's going to happen, it's going to be for a high, high bar. It's not like, yeah, I guess that's enough. No, it's like, blow our socks off or we're not doing it. It's kind of like doing a fantasy football trade with John Bender. Mm. Right? Bender comes in with a low ball. He limps in with like, well, you know, he's like, disgustingly well, low. I don't really need a back. I don't need a third tight end. Um, so I can thanks, have John. third string tight ends. Well, oh. you can use a, you could, but you could use a tight end in your flex spot. Yeah. I'm, I'm aware of that, but I, I probably think Better there's not. better options than that. So we were in, we were definitely trade discussions with John Bender. It's maybe uncalled for. Uh, but again, I'm just, I'm surmised. I don't, I have nothing on it, but it's, you have to, if you're Craig, yeah, and it, it may get out there. Oh, they're in deep conversation. They had big talks. Sure, if you're talking about Markstrom, you're, it's going to be big talks because it's going to be big value coming back in a potential deal. How close he is to actually, yes, this, this is something we're going to pursue. Hard to say. We'll see. Hard to say. It's going to get tougher if he keeps playing well and winning freaking hockey games. Or is well it? Oh, yeah, you look at it. Yeah. May as well keep winning. Stock's only going to go up, whether it's at the trade deadline or if he has a great season, then it's going to be that much again in the offseason, right? Trade one of the D right now. Right now? Right now. Right now. Let's see if we get someone that can facilitate that. You know anyone that can help with that? You know Peter Klein at McLeod Law. He is the personal injury guy, but did you know he's also the go-to guy in Calgary for your disability insurance claim? If your long-term disability insurance company will not pay those insurance benefits to you, you contact Peter and his team. He'll get you those benefits that you paid for and you deserve, and along with that, of course, some peace of mind. McLeod-Law.com. They are truly the very best. We pivot and go to the TELUS Insider Hotline. Oddly enough, a presentation of TELUS. Enter to win one of six monthly prizes, including tickets to Calgary hockey games, awesome tech like AirPods, Apple Watches, and more. No purchase necessary. All you have to do is fill out a quick survey to enter. For your chance to win, go online, telus.com slash flames contest. Our insider from dailyfaceoff.com is Frank Cervelli. Hello, Franklin. Frank, what's Frank up? Frankfurt? Frankfurt? Is it Frankfurt? Frank. Franklin, whatever. Franklin, whatever. Uh, Francis Swinson. Sarah Valley. Sammy Samsonite. Baba da Boopy. How we doing? How was the weekend? I'm good. Well, give me your best uh, item from your spread at the Super Bowl. Oh. I had uh, squares. Uh, zero, zero. You had zero, zero. Wow. That's the one to own after one quarter. But what did a square pay? Ten bucks. It was just. Buffalo, right? Like that kids. doesn't count. Buffalo. Ooh, we had the Bonton potato salad at my house. It doesn't get better than that. And the Bonton 33 to 1 non quarterback throwing a touchdown pass. Hmm. Did you have that? Nice. You mentioned on the show Friday. Yeah, we mentioned it. I don't know. know. know but, uh, I don't know. Anyway. And boom, what did you do for Super Bowl Sunday? Well, I was uh, in a bit of a pickle. We had a had a tournament, so I couldn't. I couldn't have food on the on the go over the course of the day, so it was uh, it was limited. But I but I enjoyed the match, mm. at least the second half of the match. It's like Rob Lowe, he had the it. NFL logo on. He just wanted the yeah, good that's game. right. Yeah, yeah. He's cheering yeah. for a good game, Frank. I, I think it's incredulous that people schedule youth sports 
on Super Bowl Sunday evening. Like we we had a game schedule. I'm like, no, no, I gotta cancel it. Like, what? <laughs> the Super Bowl. This is how many America. months ago did you guess that? If you if you want ice time in Buffalo, go on a Sunday after yeah. 1 p.m. It's wide open. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, well, go figure. We're talking about uh, potential Calgary Flame trades. Oh, really? Really oh. new for for the show and really uh, for our discussions on on Mondays. Uh, I guess I mean the latest uh, the report coming from the weekend that. New Jersey would love to have a guy like Jacob Markstrom. The question is, to what degree are they serious? How serious are the Flames serious and all of that? So it's not breaking news, but it's admission that the Devils are pursuing, are in, in, in the market for sure. And at, le- at the very least, the Calgary Flames, they're not rebuffing any trade talk. Or nor, discussion. And nor should they, to yeah. be fair. I mean, I, I think... The position the Flames are in right now, Craig Conroy has the obligation to consider anything that comes across his desk, no matter how sort of wacky it might be. And I wouldn't consider the Markstrom part of it to be wacky at all. But, you know, if someone comes calling for one of your forwards that has term or a defenseman that has term, there's not many of them, but you'd have to explore if it's a legitimate, serious offer. And I think there's just a lot of hoops to jump through on the Markstrom front. Like, would he be, would he entertain New Jersey? I think the answer to that is yes. What are the, what are the flames getting in return? One and, and two, what kind of hoops do they need to jump through cap wise and retained wise in order to make it happen? And then at some point, are you just, you know, is it worth the squeeze is really the question that I think the flames have come back to, which is, man, this guy's playing really well. He could potentially be a mentor to our Dustin Wolf. And we don't necessarily have to do anything right now. It's also tough to figure out what this guy'd be worth. Like you, you've noted it. It's it's not hard. a lot of guys that move in season. Certainly not a lot of goalies with term. There's not a lot of high-end goalies that move, period, because as Boom always points out, you're probably in a good playoff spot if your goalie's playing lights out. Like Ryan Miller deal was ages ago. The Schneider one was an off-season deal that netted Horvat, but that's at the draft floor when New Jersey's hosting. That's a weird set of circumstances. I don't even know what it got to be worth. I mean, good luck trying to get what you believe is fair value in return for the guy that you're giving up. Yeah. It's almost impossible to do because then most teams just go, and I'm sure New Jersey's probably thinking this way in the back of their mind. We desperately crave and need stability at this position, but we could just wait until the summer and we'll have our pick of 35 different goalies that are going to be available then. They've kind of been there, though, have they not? Vanacek was kind of that guy. They've had the option to go to market every summer. When's the last time they've been content in net, I guess? Outside, post Brodeur, obviously. Yeah, I'd say they haven't, really. Yeah. I mean, they, they were pretty happy with Blackwood for a while, and injuries crept up on him, and his bad. confidence was shot in addition to his heel, and he just couldn't string it together. And now he's in San Jose, and you're running with Vanacek and Schmid and Nico Dawes on occasion. Like, it, it's not working, but... I don't know about you guys. At some point when you consider all of the holes that the Devils have to plug this year, Jack Hughes back and playing well, great. 
But if you're talking about adding three to four pieces at the deadline, at some point you just go, well, maybe we, this just isn't our year. Sean Burke ain't walking through that door. Chris Terreri ain't walking through that door. They're just not Frank. They're just not. And maybe, I, uh, maybe as assistant coaches, they maybe. are right. Other than that, I don't John know. Madden ain't walking through that. I just, if I'm, and if I'm Conroy picks and that are great, but I'm going to want a very good young player. I, I, I like Dawson Mercer. I know this, that Holtz kid that they were playing. I'm they're going to need those players for a playoff run. So it, it, it still seems as hard as ever to kind of wrap your head around it. I'm, I'm still with Rhett. I, how many days now, or we're still a month away. We got another month uh, of, watching these guys go out and watching Tanev go down the friggin' tunnel twice a night and hoping that he comes back. I just don't know. Um, the, these do feel like, certainly these feel like you, as much as you'd like to get a deal done, you might have to wait right till the end to get the most, I think. Well, I, I think the other part of it too is you have to consider things on an individual and package basis. And Maybe that's the Flames' best play when it comes to Tanev is if you think the return for just him isn't great, well, what does he look like if you pair him with either another defenseman and or another piece from your roster that all of a sudden makes it a way more intriguing total or trade in totality for your team that I think that's that's exactly where Calgary's at right now is trying to suss all those things out at one moment in time. Tampa Bay, they leave, they lose Sergachev last week. They were already in the market for a defenseman, but they have spent so much draft capital. You go back to Tanner Genot trade. They have been they've been trying to keep that ball rolling, keep the the dynasty, if you want to call it that, in uh, in motion. It doesn't. At some point, you have to kind of look at what you've got, and we we have the top scorer in the league, one of the best players in the world, but they they're no given to win a first round series. I don't look at them the same way, even though they're, you know, they're third in their division right now, but are, are they someone to keep an eye on in your mind? Yeah. I think just from Julian Brisebois nature and playbook, we have to keep in mind because he's been one of the more aggressive teams uh, or managers the last five years now, going back to 2019. I mean, you mentioned the Geno trade. That's one first, second, third, fourth and fifth for Janot and but then go back further go to Brandon Hagel go to Nick Paul go to you know even further back than that Goodrow and and those guys like they've they've spent a lot and they don't have a first round pick this year or next their next first round pick is in 2026 they don't have a second rounder this year I think if if I were in that spot um given all the capital that I've outlaid the big thing that I'd be saying is, can I move a, a a mid asset, a mid to late round pick, and maybe get some sort of depth that can help me on defense, and then just roll the dice and see what I've got? Because you still have you mentioned Kucherov, but you still Hedman's had an unbelievable year this year that really not a lot of people are talking about. And then Point and Stamkos, and you still have Vasilevsky and Net when you look at the East and how wide open it is, is, is Tampa really worse off than anyone else that they might be going up against in round one? Still got those stars, right? Yeah. You still have your foundational pillars that that's a pretty hefty thing to rely on. And 
that's what I'd be calling in at this exact moment in time is, Hey, this, this is on you guys. I, I can't spend any more. I can help you a little bit, but this is it. Not so much a fit for Calgary. I'm just kind of curious and it's interesting watching Pittsburgh you keep waiting for them to sort of figure things out. They're a ways back. They've got 53 points. That's, I mean, they're nine back in their division. They're seven back of a wild card. They have three wins in their last 10. Uh, I mean, it's it's less about, I, I mean, I guess it's Gensel on one. It's How do you re-sign him? You've got so many veterans. What's the what does the cupboard look like for this team when eventually guys like Latang and Crosby and when that's all over? I'm very interested to see what Kyle Dubas does here, not just at this deadline, but also this coming summer and the next 12 months, maybe. I think this is a totally different conversation because they've already traded their first round pick this year to get Eric Carlson. And that hasn't made a meaningful difference. In fact, this team, you could make the argument looking at the standings year over year that they're actually worse off now than they were one year ago. So more future assets out the door. It's really black and white to me. If you are on the fringe of the playoffs, then there's no way, if you're not in a firm position, there's no way you can keep Jake Gensel. He's the one true valuable piece that you have that you'd be moving from your team in order to jumpstart this, re-sign him? You you want to sign him for six or eight years so he can be the best player on the 32nd place team in the league? Like They are heading for a full and complete decade of darkness. Mm -hmm. And that's... What what do you need Gensel for? You need all the pieces you can get from what would be, I think, the most impactful player to move at the deadline, period. Lindholm, Hannafin, whoever it might be. I think Gensel gives you a bigger dent in terms of changing your Stanley Cup chances this year than anyone else that would move. A lot of, and it could be unfounded. It's just trade, rumor, innuendo, that sort of thing. The fit in Edmonton. They should, there's a lot of talk about Edmonton. I'm kind of, I don't know. I guess I don't pay close enough attention to the Oilers, kind of by design. But uh, I did not think that a, a winger or a forward was their greatest need. I thought it would probably be on the blue line. Obviously, the goaltending seems to have kind of worked itself out. They'd love to have a little bit of reassurance behind Skinner, I'm sure. But uh, Gensel will look good in a lot of places. He seemed to look good there. Well, they're really their big thing is they want to have someone that can be a running mate with dry settle, right? And so that's why you see Corey Perry get a shot um, playing on his line because they're like, well, let's investigate. Let's try and figure this out. What do we do with McLeod in the center position? They've got lots of different options, but Gensel has someone that can play on the right side if need be. Um, certainly makes he makes sense. Um, I'm with you, though. I, I just don't know that that's or should be their most power mount need that they tackle. So where, uh, sorry if I missed it, where's Pittsburgh at on him? Cause you've got him at like 30 on your latest. Uh, he, he's not available goal. right now. It's an easy way to say it. Okay. If they get closer and they're still on the outside and the fringes, then you're going to hear that talk heat up a lot, but they're not right now. They're focused on, we're 29 days away from the deadline. They're focused on purely trying to give this team every chance they can to compete. Those flyers in your town continue to amaze. I was a little hot and cold right now. I think they're 500 or so in their last 10, but they're still in a playoff spot. And I guess the part of that is if, if New Jersey or Pittsburgh isn't going to come get them, Washington and that sort of thing. But uh, does, does that take some trade pieces off of 
the Flyers, because we keep hearing about Walker potentially as a guy, as we keep an eye on Chris Tanev uh, trade talk, is are the Flyers maybe in a, oh, we'll just keep, we'll keep our assets and see what we got here. I think the Flyers and Flames are actually in pretty similar positions in terms of how they view their team. The Flyers have been ready for a much longer rebuild than the retool that the Flames are about to tackle. But for both teams, you're getting the same question, and that is, are they really going to trade pieces away? The Flyers are in the playoffs and have firmly been in the playoffs, more or less, the bulk of this season. And the Flames have been on the outside looking in, now finally sort of creeping toward that eighth seed. For both teams, the similarity is, is that the answer is we're not going to be phased by this, this little run that we're on, this one moment period in time. And there's a plan in place for the Flyers. I believe there's a plan in place for the Flames. They've, they've more or less let everyone know, you know, it'd be great to get in this year. No one's discounting that. But that's not really our focus, and that's not how we're going to play this out is based on a couple wins or losses either way. What do you see happening here if they're in a wild card, like, say, March 6? I don't think there's going to be pieces left by then to trade, so you're going to have your answer. So they've already made their moves. Okay. Yeah. I, I think I, I, I think like that answer. Firmly intent I, on 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 making their moves, and if they continue, this is what Rhett's been pounding the table for for weeks. Yeah. Trade away pieces, play your ass off, and look who's doing it. It's on the back of the young guys. Yeah. That's the spark on this team. So allow that competitive fire to continue to burn, and in the meantime. Trade off pieces, get more opportunity, and if you can, maybe package a little something, something together to help you for the future. Meaning now and for three years from now. I mean, I'm with you. We've 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 actually seen it happen here, where it's not the same, but there was the when you had it was near the end of the Aginla run, and you had Jokinen and Tange and Owen Nolan, and then it was Bertuzzi. You had these older guys, Owen Nolan. and their their drive was just. I forgot about that. Right? Happy oh, birthday, Owen Nolan. Buster. I'm actually hockey DBing that one right now. <laughs> yeah. Owen Nolan. I mean, he wasn't terrible, but it was he was post apex, Frank. There's a lot of post apex they rolled through. Tony Amonte, yeah. another post apex guy. Darren and McCarty. You were just uh, aching for young guys to come in, and then finally they would get in. Like we say, they're they'll rejuvenate some of the older guys, but you can only have so many older guys that need to be rejuvenated. At some point, it's just you're too old, and there's too many of them, and they're not there there now. But for sure, I and the, the best part is, is they've injected some youth and no one's really disappointed. They've all really kind of stepped up and played pretty well. So I, I don't know. I I'm kind of answering the question he posed to you because I was going to I, I still feel like all to a certain extent, I mean, if they go on a 10 game win streak and get into the division, then if it's wild card and it's this win three, lose three, this sort of thing. I don't think it changes anything for Craig Conroy. I don't think there's going to be a mandate handed down that now you can't trade Noah Hannafin. We need to sign him no or, or go and get a another play. I don't think that happens. I think that the marching orders are pretty clear and I don't see anything uh, results wise in the next month that would change that. Look, the NHL is littered with teams that have been fooled by end of season, late runs. 
Mm-hmm. The Columbus Blue Jackets are a classic example. Every single year, they're like, hey, look at our record from March 15th on when every other team that you're playing against has stopped giving a shit. And and frankly, your players have as well. How many times do we hear, like, I, I can pick out a dozen teams in various seasons that have had their total game plan and and building arc and template change based off of different 10 game sample sizes. That's not how it should work. That's not how you build sustainably. And I have full confidence in this management group that that's the only thing that they have their eye on is sustainability and success for a 10 year period of time. Not, Hey, it'd be amazing to be the eighth seed this year. And to Rhett's point, and he was the first guy saying it. I see no, zero reason why the Flames can't accomplish all of their future goals and still beat out the Blues, the Preds, the Yotes, the Kraken. It's a pillow fight. Yeah. And if your young guys are going to step up and if Markstrom's still here and he plays well or whoever's in net, you've got enough of some semblance of a decor with Uyghur and Anderson and probably Shillington that, you know, go play. Go go earn the eighth seed and give your market, your your fan base, something to cheer about because it'd be the best of both worlds. It's like having your cake and eating it too. And why Nobody can't they? Right? Cannot eat it. You can look at the teams that they're up against. St. Louis is not a juggernaut. Nashville is not. What, what are we? You're, mm-hmm. I like it. Pillow fight. Win the pillow fight. Put some rocks in that sack. I mean, if it takes a cross check to the face after an empty netter, mm. you do what's necessary. You got to do what you got to do. We, uh, now, yeah. yeah, the only thing that does is impact your potential draft pick, your draft pick. I think Flame Fat, they, they want it all. They want to sell, but let's be entertained. But we want to pick first overall. But I mean, something's got to suffer. And I, uh, they're, they're too good to bottom out in this pillow fight, I think, to your point. And, and guess what? This is the year... And, and I'm not a draft expert and I don't pretend to be one on TV. This is a year in which it's okay to have a mid round pick that go look at various drafts. And I was just looking at this one today because it was Hannafin, but go look at that 2015 draft and, and go look at all the players selected in the 13 to 23 range. There are franchise changing players that were available that year that I, at least the experts that I talked to, they're saying you've got Macklin Celebrini at the top, but then you've got a whole ton of good players that are going to be picked in the teens. That's like, okay, that's just one facet of your draft class. You may have, and are likely to have multiple cracks at that in this draft. It's the perfect year for that. Some kid named McGinla too. Mm. Mm. That would be something. By the way, we had uh, Rosie was recording at least morning take next door this morning. Uh, the other studio, uh, I've I've hit my quota on the, on the Riley and the Greg. That's uh, did you? Yeah, yeah. Just rants and raving yeah. and rants and he had opinions on it. See, you know that's that's weak, Pinder, because you know you've hit your quota. Yet I come on here every Monday and have the same goddamn conversation. Yeah, you do. I'm bored of it. I can't even interact with you. Don't even it? tell me about a quota. All right. No, that's fair. Feel bad for you, poor bastards. You guys are more or less doing the same show every day. Yeah. Oh, it's all after the deadline. Then really feel bad for us. This could be misery. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe the not. Though. To talk about what the hell are we doing? 
you never know. You know, I should play the right side. It only takes one cross check to the face to talk about something else. That's right. No, it's, there's no, I'll say this. There's no disinterest or just kind of, um, what, what do they say? If if you either hate it or you love it, that's, that's emotion. It's when you don't care when it's just indifference. That's when it's probably, there's no indifference here. People, people want to, and I think for the most part, I think people are engaged with whatever you want to call it, a youth movement to well, see what would what... you say the split in the market is my read on it is like 90% of people see it the same way. Yeah. It's a large majority for sure. It feels like a, a large number. Yeah. They're ready to, to move on, which is why we kind of sit here and not that anyone's going to listen to us, but you kind of, in a way you preach to ownership T- ticket sales are not going to bottom out. See that these are hockey fans that they're going to come and support this team if they're young and They've been supporting this team when they're bad and missing the playoffs and old and missing the playoffs. They'll do it when they're young and exciting and miss the playoffs for a year or two. If they feel like maybe there's a light at the end of the tunnel in a couple of years. That's what I was going to say. I, I think part of the resistance has been to, to actually do this properly has been from ownership. And now that he has a proper and firm temperature on the market, it makes it a lot easier to take a step back and really take a holistic approach to how you build this. I think we forget what your living walked into and where it was and where, where it got. He built it up and then how it fell apart. Mm-hmm. And it was none of his, uh, right? Like he drafted good players. He brought in good players. He was aggressive. We not love everything he did, but he did rebuild this team. And yeah. Bennett not panning out is, is, is that's no one Monahan saw that coming. Monaghan not panning being an out. old man at 27. Get, like there's lots of things that didn't go and it's fine. But my, the point what I'm getting at is that the building wasn't empty. Yeah. The building was not empty. Mm-hmm. Like you can go th- be prior to all that happening. There was some down years. Like it, it wasn't empty. So how so many, I guess come. here, here's the thing. And this is what I keep coming back to. And I mentioned holistic and I'd really have to sit down and examine this, but how many years of the last 10 would you say the Flames have had an authentic chance to win the Stanley Cup? Two. They won the West in 18, and then two years ago they won their division, and Markstrom had nine shutouts. Those are the two years. I'd say one. You win your division in this league, I feel like you can't be called not a contender, right? Yeah, they they win the division, right? It's nineteen, and then lose to Colorado in round number one. They were the top seed in the West that year. I don't know the division. McCarr shows up on scene, and and it's over. And Rantanen had missed time, and then he came back. I think in game two, it just the whole thing completely shifted on them. And then, yeah, when you had the top line in hockey, you get through Dallas, and then I, I I don't know. I guess it depends what you consider a realistic chance. It depends on how you slice it up. Like for me, my number kind of starts around 10 at the beginning of the season. And by this time of year, it's kind of down to somewhere between five and seven. Yeah. Well, they were pretty much a coin toss or better in most experts predictions in that series against the Oilers. Like we know how badly it went, but we have to remember how positive everyone was feeling about Calgary's chances going in because yeah. that's really the true test of how you felt about them. Not after you get to watch the series. I mean, I think you'd pick them to have a monster of the year after that where they flop, but it's, 
Like they, they were a good team that year. Yeah, and I, I would I I'd definitely include that year and probably 2019 as well. Yeah, that's so that's the two. two years. Yeah. How do you get back to that level? How do you get included in that group? Because this is that's the easiest way to work backwards and then answer this deadline question of how you handle it. Mm. You're not in that conversation now, and no one considers you even really close to it. Yeah. Until you can answer yes to that question, you need to constantly re-engineer. It's just sorry. No, go ahead. Go. It it just feels odd with the whole. We talk about it, it gets mind numbing, but the fact that we've got so many pieces that everybody wants, and then we're not going to like they aren't going to do it together. So we got to move guys. You got a goaltender that can carry you. It just to me, it feels like a unique situation where you got players the whole league wants and you're not good enough to get there. Look at the decor. Is this one of the best decors in the league now? No, top four is real good. The third pair has been a tire fire most of the year. Don't mind it now, actually. How many teams, Ryan, have depth at number six? Oh, like, not many. I just think, like, Osterley cleared waivers, Gilbert cleared waivers. Like, yeah, you got the high. I'm not saying they're the best, but they're pretty damn good. I love their top four. I said at the beginning of the year, and I got some weird looks. Like, this is a really good top four. Their second pair you can put against anyone. Hannafin and Tanev is a second pair. Hannafin. What's that? What if you delete Hannafin? Well, you're going to delete him and Tanev. Um, it's I, I totally. Weird, we're right? just talking it's about like, it right now. Uh, like, they, their, their top four is very good. Well, they don't have a one, really but they got a bunch of two threes. What we're talking about, two things can be true at the same time, and that's a truth that no one really wants to acknowledge, which is – I'm going to just have fun for a second. It's okay for Ridley Gregg to take a slap shot, but it's also okay for him to get, you know, what happens on the, the other end of that. Mm-hmm. In this case, it's okay to have a, a solid defense core that doesn't get the job done, but it's also okay to say, hey, we're not going to double down and pay you guys for the yeah. next six to eight years to only potentially be in the same spot all over again. So, that's why these guys are are wanted is because they are good players. But part of the reason why they're not having the success is, is also because, like, let's call a spade a spade. They don't have a number one guy. Yeah. They don't have an elite, elite defenseman. They've got good players. But the league, in my opinion, has become slightly, if ever so slightly, trending towards the NBA model of, you need bona fide elite superstars. Go back to the conversation we just had about Tampa. Why does anyone think a team that is this long in the tooth has any chance to maybe do some damage in the playoffs after middling regular seasons year after year is because they have super duper stars that Mm -hmm. the Calgary flames, frankly, just don't have. Super duper star. Super duper star. Yeah, it sounded like an absolute tool when I said that. That's all right. Before, but uh, before we let you go, it's now I believe it's sixteen games, sixteen points for Jonathan Huberdo. Uh, They're it's they're now calling it the uh, Lindholm for Kuzmenko and Huberdo trade because it's brought him to life over the last uh, few games. Uh, I know you've. I mean, you know the player. Uh, Just thoughts on what maybe why it's taken this long, how it's come around because he is. Uh, he's contributing, which for a long time you had, you needed a search committee to find him. Yeah. I don't have any words to explain how this has happened, how the wheels fell off, how sort of despondent this situation has been. But 
I also don't like, I, I, I think regardless of what anyone thinks about the contract, there's still something there that you don't, you don't score a hundred and some points and set an NHL record for most points by a, a left winger in, in NHL history. You don't, that doesn't, that doesn't happen by accident. And I think part of it has been a real chemistry thing. I think part of it has been, this guy has just been in his own way and in his own head. I think part of it has been at times an opportunity thing. Um, I, I'm not making excuses for anyone. He hasn't played anywhere near up to snuff, not even close and not, you know, in the ballpark of his uh, commensurate to his pay. But I also think there's still at some point runway here to figure it out. And whether it's Kuzmenko, who's, you know, the fuel to prime him and, and jumpstart this thing, or whether it's someone else, it's, it's always going to be in the Calgary Flames' best interest to continue to try and find solutions, given that this is year one of an eight-year deal. Ryan, did I? There's little things that I can uh, that I can do that I know will uh, engage. And I knew that the uh, Lindholm for Kuzmenko and Huberdo trade would. would That's get lovely. Going. I do like it. It's yeah, fun. I knew it would. Ryan's Ryan's he slow. Better. He's slow to come around on on Huberdo. He kind of scoffed. Well, he's maybe he's been be... better. He's been better. It's just it's three games with Kuzmenko, right? Like that's mm -hmm. it's the smallest of samples. But God, like you could see it. It's like yeah, like, he's thinking the game on the same wavelength as Kuzmenko. And he clearly, for whatever reason, wasn't with Lindholm. It's a nice thing to see. I, I think he, the bottom line is it, it'd be easy to look at this situation and say, look at this guy, filthy rich. He's going to end with 130 million bucks or whatever it is in his career. But if you scratch away at that, like he's been a miserable guy. Th this is as tough a spot that I think any player can find themselves in if they have any pride. They want to play better. He wants results. And I think in some ways has been his own worst enemy, as I mentioned. That is there any chance that this is because we're a talk show, we get to talk and say stupid things. <laughs> but is there any blame to be put on Lindholm? He was a negative prick too. If you want my honest opinion, I don't think he was out there giving it a hundred. I think when his buddies left a year and a half ago, he was ready to pack up and leave then. He can still say he's professional. He still show. I'm not saying he went from zero from a hundred to zero in work ethic, but he certainly wasn't maintaining a hundred percent. Is there any reason to think that Lindholm was a bit of the issue or a big part of the issue? I, look, you guys are closer to it than I am. My answer to that would be, I think we've learned two things. One, Lindholm is not a driver. He's a passenger. And two, Jonathan Huberto is not a driver. He's a passenger. When you put two passengers together, yeah. who's getting them to Blame where they who you want? Yeah. 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 Well, and then so, think about the other one. It's like you roll in Sharon Govich and Dubé and all these other non drivers through that line. I mean, they were all miscast, right? What That's do we have? The, the real work. answer is who's the, who was the driver in Florida? Barkov. Well, but he didn't play on Barkov's line. That's what was so weird about it. He played mostly with Duclair and Sam Bennett of all. Okay. People. But who was, was the driver in Calgary? Matthew Kachuk. Well, they had a couple of potentially. Yeah. Yeah. Ian Gaudreau. 
Or then there's, to go back yeah. to before that when he played with Monahan and Gaudreau. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can't make a promise, but I probably next week when you come on, we're going to talk more flames and trade oh reverence yeah. and stuff. Hey, uh, for you guys, the good yeah. news is I haven't reached my quota. That's good. That's good. Cause I'll talk forever, baby. Wait now, tough. wait now. I, I am interested to hear what Frank consumed for his Super Bowl part. We had uh, 75 wings mild, 15 wings honey barbecue, uh, 50 pub tenders, which are half blue cheese. The sauce, I'm sorry, is half ranch, half buffalo, which is wow. buffer ranch sauce, as my kids would call it. Pretty bleach. And uh, a couple cheesesteaks, uh, some homemade chips. And uh, a few Corona lights. Wow. Chips. As it Corona like, lights. Well, it's good you mixed in some hey, light too many calories, eh? Yeah, you don't want to overdo it. I don't care about that. But like home, like homemade, you bake them or you fry them or you slice it? You got the mandolin? Yeah, you're, you're slicing and you bake them, yeah. Okay. Are you using a mandolin for that? I don't know what that is. It goes <laughs> where it's like the thing, it's like it's flat on the top. It's got yeah, a it's blade. No. And you put the potato and you slice it and it goes. Don't I mean don't kid yourself. I wasn't part of any of this. Fair enough. Um but I did really want to make some chili yesterday. I just got got wrapped up in a few things. Lazy. You lazy prick. Lazy, I know. lazy. Hear it all the time. All right, Frankie boy, appreciate you. Oh, is you're getting a picture of a mandolin? You're gonna get I'm some trying. photographic uh back up here yeah not working sorry thanks frank good talk google it frank google google it you google it there it is frank cervelli on the insider hotline a presentation of telus world-leading technology driving meaningful change transforming healthcare, making our food supply more sustainable to helping and connecting canadians in need the most giving company in the world it's telus let's make the future friendly check it out online telus.com slash gives back fiber little fiber internet little tell us if you're not doing the fiber i don't know what you're doing didn't even let frank say goodbye i thought we talked enough to frank there didn't you he was ready to go yeah he's done we're gonna have to change our approach to frank because i think hearing markstrom should we trade markstrom's he's close to his quota but here's the thing we were talking about it and you don't see it on your screen but he's in the window so i can see when he joins in Mm -hmm. So I was just kind of furthering the conversation that he would have been listening to. It's just kind of a way to eat, to get him into the nice transition, Dean. That's all that is. You're a real pro, Dean. Yeah, I'm really something. Really something. What am I looking at? Now I see Ryan Pike in there. Oh, Pike in the chat. Pike bomb. Pike bomb. Pike bomb. Hey, service big share. Service credit union. The service big share is back for the sixth year. With your chance to win $1 million just by saving money. Anyone can enter by becoming a member and saving with service. Every $500 saved gives you five entries into the service big share contest. Transfer your existing savings to service for chances to win $1 million. Contest ends April 30th, 2024. Skill test required. For rules, visit service.ca slash win. Right about that skill go. test. Yeah, I mean, you, 
Probably let you find some help, though, if you need it. You're probably going to get a little... It's hard to say. Maybe you can phone a friend. I don't know how that goes, yeah. but is there anybody else offering you a million bucks these days? No, anybody? I'll do it. It's good. It's a good idea. I like it. Conroy isn't. Not. I mean, just service. We've just been service in discussions, Indian. but my chances with service are probably better than with Conroy. I think probably, yeah. What happened? Hey? What happened there, Russ? Yeah. Hopefully, I'll get drunk during the Kipper thing, and I'll be able to... Need some blackmail on him. That'll get but you. But that's too job. close to the trade deadline. He'll probably be busy doing stuff. Yeah, he might be too sober. That's a good call. Boo. Boo. I got back Boo. to back. Like, I'm just uh, busy. I got back to back weekends for Jersey retirements. So, okay. okay. Tell oh, us more. Which one? Because there's the Kiprasoff. What other one do you have? And Frank Bannum in Saskatoon. Old uh, Bimbo. Bimbo. Mm -hmm. So you're going to Saskatoon. I am so busy. I shouldn't. What is the percentage you will be in Saskatoon that night? Uh, 98. Really? Yeah, it's, it's Bimbo. I'm 100% tight with all those guys. It's some of the greatest years of my life. And we will never be reunited in the same place again. So there you go. You've kind of put it out there. 98. They don't make nicknames like they used to, eh? No. You could use a bimbo on some of these teams now, eh? What was DL? What was did he have a nickname? The rat. So That's he's the one. rat, the rat, the bimbo, and uh what about the third guy in that line? Yeah, I don't know. Because he could be he could be the rat for sure. No. Rats are little snivelers. He's a prick. He's like okay. a grumpy old cowboy. Cowpoke kind of. I texted him a while ago. I saw Why? it was his birthday. I'm like, hey, Clark Wilm, happy birthday, pal. Crickets. Oh, <laughs> Maybe he got a new number. He's a big shot. I'm sure that's what it is. Big yeah. shot at John Maybe he doesn't get text on his phone. Who knows? A lot of people, uh, yeah. Hey, I need a manure spreader. I can't take any more of these texts. Got to get rid of, got to get an unlisted number. <laughs> Poor, uh, poor Wim. Hey, now listen. What's the date? Holy, it's the 12th. 12th, 12th, 12th. Get on it. It's the 12th. Men, Vina Nova. Oh, boy. All right. Now you're not going to get, you're not going custom making something. Not now. Not now. Because it's or two it's days out. They can make miracles happen, but not to that degree. Vina Nova. Calgary's lab-grown diamond specialist, the only store in Calgary that specializes exclusively in lab-grown. This is the way to do it. It's the way that it's going. And these guys are at the front of the line in terms of knowing what it is, the best of what it is, how to get it, the biggest selection. And the savings are, that's, that's where it comes down. There's two things. A lot of times, the quality of the stone is better than the dirty crap you dig out of the ground. And number two, way more affordable 75 percent less 80 percent less sometimes you know we've been telling you about it and telling you about it now you're probably going to need to go downtown you're probably going to need to go in store but just know this when you walk in you're going to get assistance you're going to walk out with something and look a little bag kind of thing one of those you know fancy little bags but know this you've just crushed valentine's day it maybe it's a little bit of time it's gonna take a little bit of money you're gonna have to go in there and it's not what you want to do probably or maybe you do, whatever. But just know when you leave Vina Nova, Valentine's Day is going to be a smashing you're success. Like, you're like Vladdy Guerrero at the home run championships last year. Just Dingers. Good last year. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. In deck, pow, pow, bang, pow. Bang, yeah. bang, 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 bang. That's how it's going to go. The picture came out of him working out over the weekend. Good Lord, he's in shape. Shut up, Ryan. What? A lab-grown diamond has the same chemical composition and crystal structure of an earth mine diamond. Same hardness light refraction all of that mm. we're not we're not spinning you a yarn here folks it's vena nova go and check them out where downtown showroom second level of stephen avenue place vinanova.com is where you can go online Body see how bird. you got to, you distracted them mm. like you're like Vladimir guerrero i saw some Vladimir guerrero on the, on the inland that the other day it was hitting that was good telling you he's in good shape great that's Never so works. great. You get in shape. And then you... Oh, the Yankees fan's sad that I mentioned a Blue Jay. Sorry, Bubby. Like, well, come on now. No, it's you. It's the most. It's only the most popular baseball team in always. Canada. That's it. It's just the country you live in's favorite baseball team. I'm sorry you're not a fan. I'm a huge fan. I just you don't like that he's in shape. I do yeah. not believe in it. Did you I hear think... he's in good shape, Brett? I don't Looks want good. him to I don't want him to be in shape. I want him to just have fun and be out there loose and oh. fancy free. I don't want you stressing out about serious and all this shit. You still got the dreads. He's still smiling. Guys are going like this. Those guys that weren't in shape and they're doing great. And all of a sudden they're told to get in shape. And then, then they start thinking they got to be in shape. Instead of or you go Prince Fielder and you're just fat and your career ends halfway with through. But yeah, both possible. I suppose. Did he go? So if he went got in shape, he'd have he kept going and been great. What, do you what would be the career earnings for Prince Fielder? Oh, now he came by it honestly because uh, 152 hundred. The, the old man Cecil. Was Cecil is it Cecil, Cecil or Cecil? Cecil's Cecil. the old man. Yeah. Well, Cecil's big dude. Yeah, big, big, yeah. big. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, unless it's steroids, then go ahead. Then you're getting all the shape you want. So of all the things that we trot out, just not steroids. No, do do steroids. Oh, I saw. He said it backwards. He's endorsing steroids. Again, Good. do consult your physician before you do steroids. Sammy Sosa. 
All those guys. Mm-hmm. You work for them. It's Monday. Sure so is. it's time to get cracking once again with the Wendy's daily face-off survivor pool. I went in. I got my bid in. I got my uh, my pick already in. Talk already in. Talk to me. Wendy's is letting you win real food with your team this year and daily face-off. For those of you that smoke the competition, Wendy's is rewarding you with weekly prizes that'll have you winning despite maybe your lack of team-building skills. You download the Wendy's app. Score yourself 150 bonus reward points on your first order and grab a sweet victory from the mouth-watering jaws of defeat along with some fresh, never-frozen beef. Mm. Never frozen. Why'd you do that? Wendy wouldn't do it to you. Sign up to play Daily Face-Off to win weekly prizes like the Spicy Chicken Sandwich from Wendy's and the Wendy's app. I went in today. Let's see what I got here. What are you looking at? I'm looking at it right now. There's 10 total. Tonight, Nazem Kadri over 0.5 points. Oh, I'm right. looking for a Kadri point tonight against the Rangers. And if I get it, then I'm going to Tuesday and I'm picking another one on Tuesday. And if I win that one, I'm going to Wednesday and then I'm getting points and I'm getting it on my app and then I'm getting real food. Some of that fresh, never frozen beef, I'm putting it right in my face hole. Mm. Ah, ah. That's how I'll do it. Just like that. Wendy's. Get the Wendy's app. Play along. Why wouldn't you? Go to dailyfaceoff.com, top right corner. You'll see the link. You just click on it, and then you got to do, uh, you know, get your, if you haven't already, set up your account, password, and then play along. That's what I do. How are you feeling, buddy? I'm starving. Mm. Not you. Oh. Sir Tukes a lot over on the edge there. Yeah. Uh, I'm somewhere in between chills and thinking my stomach's going to empty and then needing to run to the washroom. It's um, achy muscles now, too. This is not good. I felt okay when I woke up, but this is happening quick. Hmm. Flu? I hope not. Pinder report? Do you think it's COVID? You know what's good about Boom is that when you feel shitty, he'll drag everything out so that you can't. It's got your back. I'll drag it out so that what? He's like, I, I get, felt shitty too. Can't get you, Pinder, shut this. up. I'm trying to hear Rhett. What? Is that you'll dig into it now and drag out the show for <laughs> try yeah. to extend it so poor Pinder can't get show after. So, uh, what do you think it is, Ryan? Do you think it was something you ate? Or? I think probably a good thing to do would be to go back and look at that 2007 draft mm. and analyze that first round and just kind of get into it and see those mid picks. What was the. Yeah. What was the year Frank talked about? We should talk about. We'll that. go. Yeah, we should really go back. Who was? What draft was that? We could also, Dean. We could also bring up some Blue Jays stuff because we know he loves Blue Jays. My kidneys on the side. There, those are aching too. Spleen, liver. What do we got there? Hey, you know who I? Old Frank Catalanato. What a player he was. Yeah. Hey, cat. the big cat. Big cat was Andre Galarraga. That was a huge cat. Yeah, big, yeah. yeah. Frank Thomas. Excellent. That was a big cat. Yeah. 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 Joey Votto going to join the Jays? Well, That'd be great. So. don't really I need a guy. So. Canadian. He's Canadian, Ryan. Did you know that? They got a first baseman and a DH. They don't need him. Oh, he's from uh, Valmarie, Saskatchewan. He's really good. I thought he was a Tobacco. Joey Votto? Yeah. Terrier boy, no? Am I crazy? Brett? Lac Labiche. Lac Labiche. That's Alberta. 
trail. Yeah. Big yeah. ball players out in trail. Lots they of love big the ball. Huge yeah. Huge ball love. community. Yeah. Such a great spot. Was it Jason Bay from trail? Lots yeah. of ballers. A lot of yeah. ballers from out there. Larry Walker. Walker Maple Ridge. Jeff Francis out west, too. Yeah. Who was the guy that uh, played for the Twins? Joe Mauer. Oh, he's not Joe Mauer, the Canadian. The Manitoba guy. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. yeah. Corey the, the yeah. Kiss. K well, there's Corey Kosky. Yeah. Um, but no, more Mauer, recent than that. My uh, buddy, uh, the big, tall Canadian first baseman. Played many. Is that the guy? This is embarrassing. Yeah. Morno. Morno. Yeah. Sorry. There we it was go. close. Mauer Morno. Got the M's wrong. Yeah, you did. Malberg, Moro, Morno. Moron. I think it's going to be a real good, a real good year this year, though. For oh, the Blue Jays. What kind of fan are you, Pinder? They well, they certainly needed a bat, and they certainly didn't go get uh, uh They got Turner. Do you know how old Justin Turner is? I'll give you one guess. They got Justin Turner. He's a winner. 35. Over or under 1,000. Guess how old he is. 35. Over. It's a tough over. Oh, wow. I'd have taken the under on the 1,000. 38 and a half? Over. Oh, That's old. Yeah. It's really old. You're getting the crumbs. Baseball. As the long as your eyes line. work and your fast twitch, you can. How do your eyes get when you turn 39, 40? Dean, how do you go for you? So stem, good. Stem yeah, right? cells. Get some yeah. stem cells. Your eyes will. Yeah. When the Dodgers don't want you anymore, that's probably not a good sign. That was two years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then he was a Red Sox, which sounds weird to say, right? Because it's an individual, but Sox feels plural, even though it's not S O C K. It's sox for the socks mm. but if you played for the boston what red sox you were a, you were a red sox what is sox because is that actually a word anyway i may or may not i don't puke, know so thanks serious what's up ryan i said i may or may not puke i will do my best to get off oh, camera you, i puke are you not feeling well i feel great do you need to go Deep. What? You know exactly what. It's a Flames game day. Maybe you're thinking five o'clock start, Flames and Rangers. Why don't we just go uh, instead of you know, Mad Rose Pub in Royal Oak? 20 beers on tap, kid friendly Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. So you can take the little, the little, the little rats with you if you want it today. Mad Rose, they're not firing out some subpar. You go to some pubs. It's, oh, should we try? What, what's good here? Is there anything that's good? Not Mad Rose pub. It's the other way around. Is there anything that isn't good? Like everything's great. Burgers, pasta, steak, full entrees, and proudly serving one of the best pizzas you're going to find in the entire city. Gourmet pizza, dough, and signature sauce made fresh every single day. You can go to their website. They got the takeout options, obviously. Madrose.pub is the website and today is monday 25 percent off appetizers retro it's your day at mad rose i could get an entree or i could just get a bunch of appies i want to load them up one of these and one of these one of these and one of these and one of these oh okay how many seats do you need table for one 
15 Royal Vista place. Mad Rose Pub. I needed to be at the Mad Rose last night for the football game. So How about Frank's Super Bowl? Uh, not messing around. Frankie not is messing not around. Sh- yeah, or screw up a Super Bowl. Or Mama Sarah Valley. She's either way. One. You set it up either way. Either married Sarah, Miss Sarah Valley or you ordered the food. It's good work on either, either end. Either way. Yeah, either way. That's probably an order in thing, right? When you got that many wings and... Sounds like it. What did he have there? The chicken tenders? Are boneless wings actually wings? Do you consider them a wing? No. I don't even know why they say boneless wings. Why do they? Is it just, just boneless chicken breast? Like it's bites, chicken it's breasts, nuggets. Whatever. Yeah, it's fine. Ryan, what do you think about this? I'm not really thinking about food right now, Boom. I got to be honest. Hmm. I might be back in two minutes. So that's okay. Nice if you could be part of the conversation. Oh, where's he going? Pinder. Ryan. <laughs> It's the Pinder Report. Ryan, it's it's time for the Pinder Report. Look at those Blue Jays bobbleheads. Those are great. So great. Yeah. You know, you bitch about my backdrop, but yours is not much better than mine. I'd have never bitched about your backdrop. No, you have. You have. Have I? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. I'm just saying. I saw someone bitching about your camera quality in the chat earlier. I don't know if you saw that. I don't see anything in the chat. How do you even do that? Okay, good going to concern myself with others opinions of my isn't that what social media is for to get ridiculed and beat up on whatever you do make sure that you invest a lot of time and emotion into what other people think about you online yes yes yeah well now what are we going to do we're done well we got to wait for ryan's pinder report i guess i could tell you about the pinder report it's presentation of village honda The 2024 Honda Accord was redesigned last year, chosen by Car and Driver magazine as the number one mid-sized sedan. One of the most reliable vehicles on the road is better than ever. Ryan, you would agree, right, about the Honda Accord? Better than ever? He would. Superior ride quality, reliability, and impressive fuel economy thanks to the EXL Hybrid. The 2024 Honda Accord. Check it out at Village Honda, located in the Northwest Automall and online at villagehonda.com. See there, that's, I see, I see the beer cooler. I see the origin. Hmm. All right, Jack, what did he have for us? Jack, how are you feeling? I'm okay. Not as bad, but a little rough. Not ideal. No, I wouldn't come around here for a while. Okay. <laughs> now, you, you, uh, you wouldn't, so don't slide by for a quick visit. Yeah. Don't stop and chat. No. You know, while, while you look at the, uh, give us the, the full shot of uh, the Pinder uh, chair there. Cause what you'll see is in the cooler. Look at that little barn burner blonde mm. across the top. Origin Brewing. I was texting with Sterling this morning. You know what, Retro? What? The deal is still on. Buy three cans, get one free of the homegrown lager and the legal issues Scottish uh, ale. Scottish ale? I want to make sure I get that right because I typed it in here and I got it wrong. What did all Sterling? He's like, yeah, the legal issues Scottish ale. That's what it is. Now, 
the delivery. Because yep. Origin Brewing, they're great partners of ours. They made us the Barn Burner Blonde. They've been pumping out great beer for years now. And to help people that maybe aren't in Strathmore, or that's just not kind of on your, uh, you know, I, I, I don't get out there very often. Origin offers $5 local delivery on any order of $50 or more within a 50 kilometer radius downtown Calgary. That's going to be a lot of you. Okay. Five bucks to have it show up at your door. If it's over 50 and you're going to let's go, if you're going to place an order, let's get her done. Go to the online store at originbrewing.ca. Click the shop button and browse through the selection of quality craft beverage and merchandise. But again, the buy three cans, get one free. That is on the homegrown lager and the legal issues, Scottish ale. For a limited time only. We were looking at the beer cooler over your shoulder there, uh, Ryan, which is impressively kind of well stocked. You must not know some well. things through there. Yeah. Those look full, right? Yeah. What'd you do? Where'd you go? What'd you do? Uh, I don't think anyone wants to know. I haven't vomited yet, but we're everything else is happening. If listen, we're on the YouTube. If there, you're gonna there's a double down there that you don't want to do, like there's an order of things that you never want to have to do. I, we were close there. Remember the double down burger? You almost puked retro when you it had the did old cause me down. some anxiety and stress. That yeah, thing. might have been the other stuff that was accompanied before it, but yeah. nonetheless, hey Jack, do you know what the, the double down? No, what's the double down? Oh, Jack would be this. Rhett, walk him through it. Give give him the. Well, I almost forget, but the double down was at one of the fancy uh, fried chicken joints, and I think it was two pieces of. There was no bun, if I'm correct. Yeah, instead of the the top but, and bottom bun, it was another fried chicken. Yeah, so the bun patty. was the actual fried chicken. And then in between was a bunch of hot sauce and cheese. And was there other stuff? It was a lot. I'm going to have to, I'm, I'm double checking because it was actually quite delicious, but it, it, it took me down. It really did. I was, I, I fell ill afterwards. The double down. All right. Two pieces of chicken. Yeah. Bacon. Yeah. Cheese and Ooh. sauce. <laughs> oh! The sauce could get you. That's a lot of chicken. Yeah. I'd do it right now. If you yeah, you would. Me. And sure you would. Yeah. What about spinach dip? Like that. Uh... In the uh, bread bowl? Yeah. Do you ever go to the restaurant and actually order spinach dip? No. But it's at a lot of places when yes. you go over to visit. People have bought the. Mm -hmm. Now, is that pumpernickel or sourdough? Sourdough's a artichoke. Could do both. Good old pumpernickel, hey? I need some more pumpernickel in my life. What I haven't had pumpernickel in a long time. Pumpernickel. I what a friggin' great name, too. You think there's like uh, Joseph Pumpernickel? He invented it. Do you think the that's third. how it goes? JP3. Those old pumpernickels. Corner in the market. So good. Jack, do you like the pumpernickel? Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I don't. Do you even see it at restaurants? But yet you go over to somebody's house and they've carved that sucker out tore up the little bread bits into little pieces and they what do you mix it with what's the pumpernickel a typically dense slightly sweet rye bread mm -mm. traditionally made with a sourdough starter put it on the show mm. delicious now what about the dip that's my question 
Because there's some places I've had this dip, and I love it. Other places, eh, don't eat it. You're order, so you order it when you're out? Only if I've tried it and know that, uh, like Houston's down in the States. An amazing spinach artichoke dip. Spectacular. Must have when I go to Houston's. Well, and see, I was just going to say, how did we, we didn't get to Houston's? And then I remembered, oh yeah, you were there for about five hours. 12. Spinach dip. All right. You're going to need a bread bowl. No, we got to let the, we got to pin, look at him. He's, he's going to actually die. Spinach dip ingredients, sour creme and mayo. The rich creamy spinach dip starts with a blend of sour cream and mayo. Frozen spinach. You'll need a thawed and drained bag of frozen spinach. It's good soggy. Water chestnuts. For some crunch. You know what? I had one time. Oh, you know what? It was when we went fishing. Do you remember on the one fishing trip, salmon fishing? The the lovely mom there, she had like the the uh, the full, the whole water chestnuts mm-hmm. and then wrapped bacon around them. Oh. So it was like a bacon wrapped scallop, but yeah. it was bacon wrapped water chestnuts. Good. Shut the front door. Just stuff in your grill. Just that and, and shrimp. Oh, those shrimp were good. Oh, is this for everybody? A package of dry leek soup mix kicks the flavor up a notch. And then it says here, sour dough bread, not pumpernickel. I might get crazy and just do with the pumpernickel. Can you substitute pumper? Nickel. Jack, can you find out the origins of the pumpernickel bread while I'm looking to see about this substitution deal? Yeah, I got it. Bread for sourdough bread in for spinach dip. Or maybe I should just ask what's the difference? Substitute pepper. You can also serve the dip with veggies or crackers. Bender, just start. But I am telling you that the rye and pumpernickel the bread brought to you by... are the dip. So this person is saying, if you're not doing the pumpernickel, you're missing out. What are you still doing with just your run-of-the-mill sourdough? Because now the sourdough, could be it, it can be light, like kind of your beige, regular kind of a white bread color. But the pumpernickel's dark brown, right? We're talking about a dark brown rye bread. What? I'm looking at the bread. I don't know which bread to. What'd you ask? Uh, where's Jack? I thought he was supposed to be. Come on, Jack. All right, time for the Pinder Report. No, I got it. One sec. Okay, well, hurry up, Jack. Jesus. We're trying to get to the Pinder Report, and you're dragging oh, your Jack, feet here. Jack, dragging your ass here. I'm feeling good. We haven't got all player, day. Jack. Oh, like, like a... What do you think people watching or listening to the show care about? The next three games that the Flames are playing or pumpernickel bread. All right, pumpernickel. It's dance, slightly sweet rye, maybe sourdough, rye. One time it was. Well, it works for us because at one time, Dean, it was a traditional peasant fair. And, well, the Phil, 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 Johann Christoph Adelung states that the word has an origin in the germanic vernacular oh yeah 
where the pumpern was a new high German synonym for being flatulent. Oh, dear. <laughs> and nickel was a form of the name Nicholas. So old Nick, he was just <laughs> farting up a storm. Party Nick bread. Friggin' Nick. Old Nick. A familiar name for Satan. Don't like that very much. All right. We're getting a little deep now. Or more generally for a malevolent spirit or demon. Hence, pumpernickel means farting devil or devil's fart. <laughs> what the? What? Jack, come on. I don't. I can't believe it. And we were going to start the Pinder report before learning this. Could do a whole show I'm right on this. I might slide into Cobb's a little later. Hey, uh, I'll take a couple of the uh, Devil's Fart if you got any. Sliced or uh, regular? I just, yeah, just you, you know what? I'm going to be doing some uh, spinach dip, so you can just don't slice it. Because I'm going to hollow it out and then. Do you like the loaf or the round? Oh, uh, it's, well, it's the round. Devil Fart is your preference. It's the round, yeah. No, 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 no. That's no, sorry, I. That's sourdough. I, I need the devil's fart. It's slightly sweet adds to the overall flavor. Pinder report. Much by Villachada, Dean. Villachada. I already did the read. Oh, okay, you were yeah. you were puking or shitting. I'm not sure which one. Yeah. Both. Somewhere. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Why don't we start with a clip from Afterburner on Saturday where it was Cammy and Ryan Pike wrapping a Flames victory on Long Island, their fourth in a row, starring Mackenzie Wigger. Mac Dog tied for the lead in goal scoring Whoa. among NHL defensemen with that goal. That was his 13th of the season, 14th and 15th came right after that. This marks his first career hat trick and the only NHL hat trick by a defenseman this season. And Pike, I know you know how that stacks up in Flames history. He's the seventh. He had a, a rough first few months in Calgary. Uh, I think he flat out admitted at exit interviews last year that he didn't really feel like he was playing his game until probably about the All-Star break last year. And I think now he outright leads uh, the National Hockey League in goals by a defenseman. He leads in even strength goals by defenseman. I mean, if he was playing on a team with an average power play, he would be like a league leader in points. This is year one of his extension, 6.25 million a year. He's signed for seven more years. That is tremendous value. Right. What is, I don't it. give a shit about Mac Dogs. That's what you care about. What Mac is this Mac Dog Mac BS dog. that this Cammy thinks she Weeks. can just throw out there? Weeks? Mac, no, dog. Mac Dog. It's not a Mac. <laughs> be making up nicknames. That's my. That's what do I. But listen, I, here's I mean, maybe it's like an homage because, of course, we had the Schlem Cat. And the wide dog, maybe it's you know rune dog. We got a lot of rune dogs. dog, but it's rune dog revenge game tonight, boys. All right, I'm here for. Oh it. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Mackenzie yeah. Weger, and we're going with Mac dog. We could do so much more with all this. He's got a turn of the Mac. Of the is Mac? really the storyline here. That's Today, what we're is talking that the about. Song? Turn of the Mac. It's got to be right. Love it. That is a school song. I'm gonna speak. Uh, There's gonna be harsh words for Cammy tonight. Oh, yeah, sure. well, you straighten her out there, would you? Uh, Jacob Markstrom remains excellent. Thoughts on Markstrom. Uh, oh, Elliot with a bomb on the weekend. We showed it earlier, his uh, second intermission conversation. Legit conversations about Jacob Markstrom between the Flames and Devils. And then uh, Elliot summarizes, I heard it was just really tough to do, really difficult, and it stopped in its tracks. So uh, remember when we were all weirded out when 
they had an injured guy running the gate, and then there was a e-bug on the ice, and mm -hmm. Dustin Wolf's on a plane. Yeah, what's happening in goalie? And then Vladar on the IR. It will be Markstrom tonight. Uh, he'll face Shosturkin in this finale of the four-game road trip. I reached uh, out. I wondered, is there a chance for uh, old Wolf Dog? Maybe get a start on Broadway, Madison Square Garden. What a treat that'd be the for wolf the kid, dog. for the old Wolf Dog, the Wolfhound. I was. Uh, I was informed that uh, the other guys no. were really playing well. Is that right? And they're probably just going to continue. Do you bug those people every day? Like, how annoying are you? I'm a goddamn insider. That's no, what insiders yeah. do. You're checking mm. in. They went to a pub last night, and according to sources, stand by. According to my sources, what a game. Mm. What a game. Watch what a the, game. Yeah. No. We're talking about Back to you, Ryan. Game. Uh, Mackenzie Weger noted Wig uh, leading the league in goals. Mac Dog, Weegs, whatever you want to call him. Uh, stretch it back even further. We're talking oh. about a year now. All-star break through to beyond this year's all-star break, leading the NHL in goals by defensemen. And Quite Warner hates him. Used to hate him. Likes him now. Which hey, Rhett, we're glad why do you hate Mackenzie Weger? Because I don't like his effing nickname, that's why. Yeah, it's a Mac Dog. Yeah. Mac Dog. Uh, it's a four-game homestand after this finale of the road trip. They will start it up with a San Jose on Thursday. That is their first tilt of, uh, well, a few with the Sharks, a divisional rival than Detroit. They'll close the season series with them on Saturday. A Monday matinee as well on uh, Family Day, Dean, on Monday. That'll be the Jets passing through, and they close the, bones, the homestand with Boston, who uh, weren't that good under the All-Star break, and the Flames were great. That was their first of, uh, well, their second of four wins in a row. So there you have it. Uh, Rangers look like this. Let's take a peek. There's your wild card. Boom. They're close. They're not in, but they're close. Don't get too close. Don't trick the owner here. You can read those, Dean. Uh, oh, Riders my goodness. Chad Wheeler. Ooh, off you go. Ugh. Vinny Ugh. Trocek. What's, the, what's happening? Vinny Trocek is having a, a fine season. He's up to 15 goals now. I understand that uh, Artemi Panarin, his wife is with child. So they're monitoring on a daily basis. He may have to leave the club uh, at any given moment. So to give birth, you're suggesting. Oh, that, well, just babysitting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I got you. Um, Chris Kreider up to 24, nine coming on the power play. And if you look at the mm -hmm. bottom right there, fellas, Adam Edstrom, mm. this man, he is, he's played one game. He and a Calgary kid. And I'll tell you about them. They've both been brought up from the Hartford Wolf Pack. Edstrom, 6'7", 234 pounds. Scissors. Whoa! His nickname should be Scissors. Okay. And the other young fellow that's been brought up, the Calgary kid, Matt Rempe, 6'7", or 6'8", depending on where you find him, mm. 241 LBs. Those are some fellas right there. Blake Wheeler, 6'5". Like they got some size in there. So that's and what you're seeing. Rempe, or however you pronounce it, it doesn't look like he's going to go tonight. He he's not going to later. No. But yeah. Edstrom will slot in on the fourth line with uh, VC and Goodrow. Sizzle. Former Flame Eric Gustafson, your buddy on the third pairing. Still Braden Schneider, it. former Brandon Wheat King, Jacob Truba, former Jet. He's the captain. Adam Fox was never a flame, but was a flame somehow. Still is a Flames draft pick, technically. Uh, mm. Selected by Calgary in the third round. Of the 2016 draft, six points, uh, well, points in six of his last eight. 
And he's got 15 points in his last 10. So he's on a nice little tear. Keandre Miller, 6'5". They got some sick. You know what they got? They got some beef. It's a contender right there, Dino. And if their goalie gets right, there's not a lot missing. They they do have Philip Heedle likely done for the year. He came back from an injury and immediately uh, left again, which is not good signs. Concussed, they're, it's not good. Not yeah, good at all. It is no uh, no bueno. He's missed forty two games. They call it an upper upper body injury, but uh, that's where the coconut's located. The upper portion. The, of the uh, now the power play. I'll just kind of throw some things out there for you. The, mm. the Rangers' power play is quite strong, however, struggling as of late. They're fifth in the National Hockey League, but have gone on an zero for fourteen skid over the last six games. Their coaches they're making tweaks to the power play because mm. they're not happy with how that's going. Other side's been pretty good. The Flames have been rolling on the power play of late. I haven't said that many times this year. Jeez. Four for Jeez. 10 in their last four. 40% team. Hey. He would have taken 20%. How about good it? Lord. So uh, Gustafson, former Flame. Adam Fox. I'm just yeah. Chris Drury, the uh, the GM. He mm. loved his time in Calgary. Sure did, yeah. Kevin Rooney played parts of uh, Rooney two seasons for the Rangers. Don Maloney, the president of Hockey Ops, spent 11 years with the Rangers. Mm. Rasmus Anderson. His Old dad man. played for the Rangers for parts of two seasons. And Phil Housley, associate coach, physical Phil, mm. a two-time flame. What a, a match we've got tonight at Madison Square Garden. So nice. They did it twice. Let's say happy birthday. You want useless information, right? Your old teammate, the guy that ended the shift. We know Iggy's shift. Oh, like freaking 43. Oh, baby. Six points in that playoff run in 04. And uh, yeah, he's... how did Sutz feel about his white skates? Not great. Didn't like Not him. Supportive. Eh? Tough look. Tough Different look. era, but uh, yeah. And uh, you mentioned the name earlier. It's not just Oleg's birthday. Come on. Oh, and no, nine years Buster. older. Seventy-seven games. Did you name your dog after this guy? Sure did. Nice. Really? Huge Owen Nolan fan. Mm. Uh, okay, where do we go next? How about uh, the Carolina Hurricanes? They still, now that they've settled in there and they're not worried about being moving, they've been wearing these, which is awesome. They also have the green Cooperalls for warm-ups. This is deadly, boys. Deadly. The old it's Whalers good. unis. Mm. Yeah. I, I prefer the greens, but uh, they've worn yes, those before, fair. so they they pivoted here, and they did, as you say. They wore the Cooperalls in warm-up. It's dynamite. Hot. And it's red. It's, a, it's another one of those sad, sad things. You tell your kid, hey, they're wearing Cooperalls. They'd have no idea what no you're idea talking what that about. Is. Yeah. Jack, you know what Cooperalls are? Overalls? Shut up, Jack. <laughs> yeah, they wore... F I'd send you outside, but it's the Pinder report. Hey, look, Kadri, Kadri wore something close to that. The outdoor game, that didn't go well. <laughs> uh, torts saying things, we'll always listen. We love yes. our torts. Do you have any thoughts on Joel Farabee trying the Michigan the other day? Yeah, they all looked at me behind the bench. <laughs> and I told them, I said, I will take that goal off the board if that happens. You know? Sure I, you will. No, no, I won't. But, yeah, it was, it was it, of course, the first guy that looks looks over his shoulder at me is TK. He's on the bench when he saw Joel do that. And I don't know what I'd do if that happens. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think uh, our boy was happy that didn't go in. Oh, he's happy spot. it didn't go in for sure. Yeah. But that would be great, though. Kid tries it. Everybody's on the bench. Mm -hmm. Torts got loose. Now. Come on, Torts. It's okay. High Goal, skill play. Torts. He jammed his shoulder in there right into the. He, he knew Let him have coming. fun, you know? Have some fun. Hey. 
NHL tonight. Quick look, see. Let's go. Games, 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 games. Uh, you know what? Who cares? It's, There's four it's of them flames. tonight, Ryan. It's Flames and Rangers. But that's all you need to worry about. No, there they are. Oh, there. Oh, yeah, there. So uh, we're cheering for Jersey, Philly, and Vegas. Okay. Now, is Mark from starting teams. that? De- is he starting for the Devils or the Flames tonight? Uh, Flames tonight. But uh, we'll it. see what yeah. happens tomorrow and beyond. Just short yeah. ride across the river there. Yeah. Go to the Super Bowl. Live look into the Kelsey box. I don't know why. This is one of the, you know, expensive they are. They got the Splash Mountain box. How cool is that? <laughs> you got money, money to burn if you're hanging with T-Swift, though. You know that. You know that. Speaking of which, she uh, she earned a lot of kudos from the sports fans, not just some, some hippy-dippy singer. Check this out. She slams a beer on the jumbo chair. <laughs> Like the whole damn thing. Bit of a double clutch there at the end, but it's all right. All right. That's all right. All kind of, what kind of role model are mm-hmm. are this is terrible. Work hard, play hard. That's what she says, Rhett. That I'm is okay just with it. terrible. I can't be supportive of that. Now, Patty Mahomes. A, were you a Swifty and now you're not? You're, you can't enough. do it? Off. Oh. So this all you saw it yesterday. The 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 level of like how fancy you can be at a sporting event is just blown the doors right off at the at the Super Bowl. You're talking like two and a half million dollar suites. You know, the cheapest seat in the building on game day was seven thousand US dollars. That's the worst seat in the house. There's parties everywhere, VIP areas. Now, Patty Mahomes' brother, he can't even get into the party he wants to go. Check this out. This is beautiful. Bouncer. Mm. You know who I am? Yeah, no, I can't, man. Oh, and there's Brittany. <laughs> Ah, uh, uh, sorry, yeah. Kevin, brother-in-law. This is we yeah. got a turd-free uh, rule yeah. here. Dick, Brittany, <laughs> tell him. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't We're know good. the guy. I got to shuffle my shoulders. I like this song. I've never met this guy in my life. Who was he yeah, saying? I don't know. He kind of looks like Patrick. I think he looks. He's been bugging us. Get him out of here. Uh, now, did you see Jay, pa- Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid? <laughs> yep. Yes. What the hell were they talking about? They weren't happy. What is that? Well, Travis about? wasn't. Oh, see, there you it is. don't yeah. take slap shots into empty nets. That's what he okay? was upset That's about. Yeah. <laughs> very fiery. And uh, Jack had noted this earlier. I don't know that we need to show you, but um, the Niners definitely were not ready for the overtime rules. As um, the Chiefs said, yep, yeah, we've been talking about this for weeks. Overtime pl- went just as they planned. And meanwhile, the Niners, yeah, yeah just not really that at all. Uh, Use check. I mean, I guess I didn't really know the strategy. Hmm. Kyle, you're not helping. Kyle, we're going to need you in my office real quick. Real quick. Yeah, we never talked about it at all. Big shout outs to Nick Taylor. The Canadian rallied after having a 54-hole lead to win the Waste Management Phoenix Open. Good Canadian boy. Getting it done on the booziest stop on tour. That's the highlight, the low light. This guy sitting in a chair, pissing his pants. Let's have a look. Hmm. Oh, that is so sick. He's in worse shape than you are. Uh, that's saying something. Yeah, Gosh, but we need a full head to toe shot. We don't know what's going on under the desk. Well, it's safe to say the washroom lines are shorter here than. Could be some there. George Brett going on over there. We got some uh, Boomers Hoopers Water. segment where we got a couple basketball plays. This is Tyrese Halliburton, Dino. Watch him uh, make a little Let's magic go. here. Pull up. Zip. Oh, oh yeah. Halliburton. Halliburton. 
Halliburton. Unbelievable. How good is that? What if it's what if it sails over his head? If he fires it at the backboard, yeah, which one? I mean, all of us he could sail it over the backboard, over Boink, his own head, if it over goes, the mask, you go over. Unreal. Fast break the other way, dunk. Oh, I guess that didn't work. That's good when it works. Speaking of which, uh, this one right to the heartstrings as it uh, brought up some old memories. A little nostalgia here, boys. Let this one sink in for you. Three. And it's tipped alive. Terry's there. Oh, Terry. Back it up, Terry. Put Back it, it up. Reverse, Terry. Put it in reverse, Terry. The dunk of his career <laughs> so far. Both, both guys Back were... it up, Tam. What you doing, Tam? Both guys just racing to get the line. Oh, they love it. Yeah, there's a pre-show <laughs> meeting on that one for sure. Uh, finally, Dean doesn't like snakes, so I found this. I didn't realize there was teeth in the middle of their mouth, Dean. Check this out. Okay, so there's your pipe. We're going to put a bag over so it's got something to bite. And now, I don't like this part where you're putting your finger in the mouth it. of the python. What are you doing here? Look, Look at, at all those teeth, Dean. Ah! There's, what, two fangs? Nope. There's a thousand. They're everywhere. It's like a shark's mouth. It's just clicking through new teeth. What are we doing? Finally, we uh, we go down under, as we always do to wrap the pin report when we can. Good. This time, uh, we learn that a trailer park is called a caravan park, and kangaroos, still assholes. Feel free to call this if you want, Dean. All right, we've got two kangaroos. They're sizing each other up. They had a little bit of a... They tied up there. Now, oh, the, the one gave a bit of oh, a kick. Whoa. It's mostly just kind of... Tail. It's hand-to-hand -hand combat here. They are large. I mean, what are we talking? How tall are these? Six feet. No sweat. At least. They don't fit in that SUV. I know that. They're glaring at each other. They don't look too... I mean, they're, they're ready to fight, but neither one looks like they want to take a punch. They're rearing their heads back. Oh, claws. I don't like those claws. Lots of claws going on. Now the one guy's down on his haunches. The other guy's coming down to his level. Now they're back up. They're back up. They're going at it. They're trading some slaps. Some kangaroo slaps. Cameraman's oh. chicken won't get any closer. I don't that shit. where he is. Yeah. Wow. So there you are. That's uh, live from the caravan park. At least they're fighting each other, right? Yeah, that's yeah, better than the opposite. Where, not grabbing your dog and trying to drown it or trying to beat up somebody and like, fighting Ozzy fight, Brad. Fight each other. That, my friends, is your Pinder report. Good job, Pinder. Way to battle. Oh, may I please be excused? What I like is the color differential from the dark blue toque to yeah. the white. Straight white. Yeah. Would you call that a flat white, Dean? Now, I need to know, is this self-inflicted or what? Are, what is happening? Like, did you get I, you boozing on the weekend? Well, boozing for sure, but that's is that new or is that just being normal? Like, you know me. Uh, I felt fine last night, crawled in the bed, did not have a great sleep, tossed and turned a bunch. This morning, I'm like, why am I so achy? What's that all about? And then um, we were ready to leave for school, but we needed couple stops 10 minute uh, pit stop first mm -hmm. so that was the sign of things going the wrong way now the stomach feels like it needs to unfill but it's just not going away but you're not pukey achy well it's minus 200 not, it happens today it's not not pukey not not pukey for sure but there hasn't Pender, been yet get home no. get home 
Get cuddled up on that couch. Get a blanket, pillow. I'm going right into bed. Lights oh, out. We got to do some DoorDash and Betway and stuff. I can't I'll some DoorDash right now. You sleep what? with. It's going to get sick. You're going to make everybody sick. You, you can't go home or you got to get a find a hostel or something. Perfect. That's home. a great place to be puking and vomiting all over the place. Sure. Yeah. Bye, Pinder. See you, boys. I can, I can bang out DoorDash if you want, Dino. Let's bang out DoorDash. Beat it. Well, let him do the DoorDash. He's great at it. All right, Ryan. Um, this is the stupidest show. <laughs> Poor guy. Sick. You have a lot of uh, empathy for people who are sick. Hate it's one of the only things that you have empathy, I think, for. You have zero. That's part, you know, they got to be, there's no sense beating people up when they don't feel well. It's not his fault. It's not his fault. It's I always feel fault. it's got to be his fault in some way, shape, or form. Now, poor Jack. Jack's not feeling good, and he's got to stay there. How are you doing, Jack? I'm doing all right. I'll survive the next 10 minutes. Now, is 10? Oh, we got a lot of show to do. We got a lot <laughs> to do here, Jack. Uh, is is it legit, or is... Like, has he? have you been hearing some odd noises from the back hallway? Yeah, it's legit. Oh, he's, he's sweating. He's puking. He's shitting. I was actually quite surprised at how well he did. He still has an energy to his voice. Like when I started feeling, um, let me tell you this, Dean. I would not have powered through. Oh, I don't doubt that. <laughs> that, that you would have called it. I no, not no, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's wrong with my camera? It's no good. Why? What's so good about yours? It, it, it It's yours been made in the last 30 years. Yours goes out of focus whenever it feels like. No, you've got, uh, you know. Maybe it's my lighting. No. Huh. You're just using a laptop camera. It's the... I'm just using a laptop. So yeah. when I go like this. Right, it yeah. It shakes. Yeah, that's part of it, for sure. Yeah. Anywho, uh, DoorDash. Restaurants, groceries, pharmacies, bakeries, flower shops, and more. Ordering is easy. Just open the DoorDash app. Choose what you want from where you want, whenever you want. It shows right up at your door. And now for you, barn burner peoples, limited time, 25% off, zero delivery fees on your first order of $15 or more. Download the DoorDash app and enter promo code NATION25. That's all you got to do. Can I give you a piece of advice? Go ahead. You know when you, you, your kids are part of a team and they go out, so they're in a tournament and you're on the road, right? Yeah. And then afterwards, everyone's going to go for dinner. Remember? You're, you've done it and you yeah, still you're do. Sure, yeah. yep. It's a shit show. It's an absolute mess. They walk into the restaurant. There's 40 people. The restaurant is completely not prepared. Skip all that crap. Go back to the hotel. DoorDash. I'm just, I'm just some advice. I am not going to uh, debate you. I'm not here to debate you, Jerry. DoorDash Nation 25 is the promo code. So now what's on the menu for DoorDash? Well, let's take a look. You have a chance to uh, sandwich some games tonight because, of course, you're going to be watching the Flames and the Rangers. That's a 5 o'clock local. And then, so 5, 6, 7, 3. 
little nightcap for you. The Vegas Golden Knights home to the Minnesota Wild. Will it be a Marc-Andre Fleury return to Vegas? That'd be an emotional one. The heartstrings for those Vegas Golden Knights. They love the flower. Still do. Always will. So there you go. A little doubleheader tonight. Get the flames going and then sit back and maybe after a big flames win, you'll just be, ah, this is nice. I can just watch and, and just enjoy this game. So there you go. A little doubleheader action for you on the menu for DoorDash. Again, get that DoorDash app and dash that for the win with DoorDash. Got the email set up. I don't know. I mean, we'll have to have a meeting maybe. Are you good for a meeting after the show? Love meetings. Yep. We are uh, we are all set. We have the email address. It is ready to roll for our friends over at Great Clips. We are going to have the Great Clips inbox. You've always wanted to ask questions. I mean, you get asked, Rhett, but it's hard sometimes. You so many pour in. You gotta break, you gotta break through. You want to talk about hockey, life, whatever it is. It's like it's like the male pumpernickel. pumpernickel bread, sourdough, which is better? The devil's fart, which one's better? Great clips inbox. You can send in your emails, and then every week we will open it up and take a look, see, and get into those questions for our friends at Great Clips. Salons locally owned and operated, open seven days a week. The largest hair salon brand in the world, and official hair salon of the National Hockey League. Your time is valuable. Use the Great Clips check-in app. See the wait time. Check in on your phone. Get your haircut when you want. You can opt in for the ready next text alert. Simply check the box. They will notify you about your estimated wait time. 15 minutes out, head over. Come on now. We're going to be close. For all this information and more, go to the uh, website greatclips.com. But if you would like to submit questions for the Great Clips inbox, the email address Great Clips inbox at flamesnation.ca. It's open 24 7. It's like email. It's never closed. You're up in the middle of the night, stuff going through your head. You want to ask some questions? You don't need to wait till 10 or 10 30 in the morning when we do the show. You can email at any time and it'll go right into the inbox. Again, the email address Great Clips inbox at flamesnation.ca. And a little bit later on this week, we'll have the inaugural edition. The inaugural segment for Great Clips. Went to Great Clips. Kid got a trim on Saturday in between games. Got the lines and the hair. Sure. Look out. D is that the one that had all the hair on the picture yes. last week? Yes. Well, he was due. Oh, big time. Yeah, he was due for sure. I have a text coming in hmm. from uh, John Bender. Uh-oh. Dang. I'm catching strays this morning, I see. I'm not sure what he's talking about. I feel like his name did come up, but I forget how. Yeah, but he must have missed the reference. I don't know. Probably did, yeah. Probably did. Uh, we'll do some Betway bets. Pinder did do some Betway bets before he uh, soiled himself. So we'll get into the Betway bets. Uh, wonder how it all turned out for the, the betting public and everything yesterday. I know there was a lot of money on a... Travis Kelsey anytime touchdown and that did not transpire so that was huge for the yeah, he, uh, and he even pushed his coach over that he, he did yeah yeah leave me out there man what are you doing um yeah I don't know if any I if you're Andy Reid like I think he's probably a great guy but at some point are like okay 
Like, do you think maybe you've gone too far now? Like, Wednesday, cool yourself. Like, cool it. Zippy, take it down a notch. Yeah. Uh, Andy says he loves it because that means he's competitive and that's he wants to play and it keeps him young. Although it did not look like he enjoyed it at the time as he dropped his play sheet and tumbled it, just before. He would not have been young with a broken hip if he'd have gone no. all the way down there. Like that's no. hip. Let's take a look at the Betway bets. All right. Here's what we got. I'm staying on it. Wow. It's gone. It was 225 and it hit twice. It's bumped up to 240. I'm I'm let's go. Plus 240 for an anytime goal for Kuzmenko. And Calgary at the Rangers. Both teams have won four in a row. Money line plus 130. Now the Rangers were in Chicago a couple days ago. They're back. First game back after a road trip, Dean. Yeah, it was just a one offer. But first uh, game back after one game in Chicago, Dean. That's right. That's what I'm saying. Plus 130 for a money line win. So an anytime win, overtime shootout, whatever the deal is. Uh, why not? Markstrom's feeling it. We'll see what Shesterkin's all about because he uh, looks like he is getting the go. So those are my betway bets. And on the other side, uh, Pinder is also on the anytime goal for Kuzmenko at plus 240. He has a combined over 1.5 power play goals. Hmm. Uh, now we kind of mentioned, or I did, I guess, while well, I was, I thought it was helping him in the Pinder report, but I think I was just getting in the way. Uh, the Rangers power play 0 for 14 in their last six, but the Flames, their power play is clicking right now. So two combined power play goals, that's going to trigger that. That's your winner. That's Betway. Get that Betway app on your phone and play along, even though you know, that big game's over. There's all kinds of action in there. You get on there, find a sport that you know lots about, find a sport you know nothing about, and just get into it. That's the fun. Bet the responsible way with our buddies at Betway, because Betway is the gaming partner of Barnburner and Afterburner. What do you think tonight? You like spin it? Pumpernickel and spin Pumpernickel it. and spinach dip? Yeah. I wonder what the ratio sour cream to mayo is. I'll tell you this, I need Canadian mayo. Is it different? A huge difference. Really? It's gross down here. It's disgusting. Huh. Sour cream solid. Yeah, I suppose. I was well into uh my days as a human being before I knew that before I learned that there was a difference between mayo and miracle whip. Oh, the tangy zip. Yeah, it's a lot. Is it's very different, as it turns out. I didn't really right. know that there was. I just thought it was you know, different we, brand. We were a big Miracle Whip crew early on in my life, and then it completely disappeared. Same, hundred percent the same. We were thus my upbringing. I I didn't know these things. Miracle Whip is, I guess, that's what craft. That's the craft mayonnaise or what? No, no, no. It's it's a it's a sandwich spread. Um, it's actually kind of gross when you compare it to mayo, but I bet if you were used to Miracle Whip and then you went to mayo, you'd be there. There's no sweetness to it. It's almost kind of bitter. What's this? What's the deal there with mayo? Is, there is a tangy zip to Miracle Whip. Yeah. So, I, I, and I enjoyed it a lot as a kid. Used to put it on a piece of bread with a piece of cheese and melt it in the microwave. Yeah, you did. You know what else? Uh, Miracle Whip, kind of a sneaky unknown ingredient in a lot of like banana bread or banana yeah. muffins. Mm-hmm. It's like, what are you putting Miracle Whip in there? That's gross. Whatever Shuffle works. uses uh, sour cream. 
I miss that bundt cake. Does she make it very often? Not really. No, no, not, not enough. Cause where was, cause the, the chain was anything bunt cake. Nothing get it? Bunt. Oh, nothing bunt cake. Clever. I like that. And it was very good. Did she find it online or something, but she yeah, had I, kind no, of a, she, uh, she worked her way into this top secret recipe, but oh. I'm sure it's a knockoff of some, someone online put it out there. Cause she, the problem up. with that is for me, it's another one of those things that if, if, if it's here, Oh man, it's, 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 it's gone at, if you, if you weren't full, let's just say you haven't just eaten or something. You're just run of the mill normal. I'm not hungry, but I'm not full. It just middle. Of the, and there were bunt cakes sitting on top of the Island in your kitchen. How many could you eat before you were done? <laughs> Those little ones. They're so friggin' good. Oh. With the cream cheese icing cream on cheese some, icing. Get, yes, and it's so moist, but it's also dense, so it's going to take up a little bit of real estate in your. I getting... know, but it's so good. I just keep going, and just then I feel going. bad, and then a couple hours later, one more bite, and then another. Yeah, and when they just come out of the fridge and it's chilled, oh man! You should make yourself an ice box cake. You've told me this, mm -hmm. and what is it? It's like chocolate wafers, but with cream and the oh, yeah, yeah. thing. So you just pour it in there. I, yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. huh. Old school. Maybe. You know what I've never done, and I've been, it's kind of, like it's on my sky list of things to do. Um, it's that diner. What is it? The Blackfoot Diner yes. that is supposedly famous for its uh, flapper pie. Flapper pie. I've never been for the flapper pie. Which feels I, I've driven by. Didn't we have it brought in one day down at the well, uh, the forest. That's right. It was the uh, yeah. His wife made us wife, flapper. Wife pie has great pie. About it. Yeah, yeah. And we made that joke for about four Ever. years. Ever. Yeah, forever, just nonstop because it's so funny, mm -hmm. right? Hilarious. We're so funny, and our jokes are so funny. Hey, coming up Thursday, February 29th, It is Bolarama. We are going bowling. We're going to Splitsville, 2916 5th Avenue Northeast. And we want all of you to come with. We want to join us. We got spots open. We got some celebrities coming in. We're raising money for kids sport. Roll a couple frames. Maybe win some prizes. Hang out with us because we're so funny. You can buy your team. You can get teams are available at nationgear.ca. We're going to have, and, and more is being entered, more is coming up as we, as we get closer to it, but we got Oodle Noodle on board. We got Origin Brewing showing up with some stuff. It's going to be a fun one. And I've checked in with a few people that know you, Rhett. Mm. And just to kind of throw, I'm sure Rhett has already talked to you about this, but we have this event on the 29th and we'd love you to be there. No, Rhett hasn't said anything. Is the consensus answer that I've gotten back. Yeah, I'm an idea guy, not from a... people who are much, I mean, much closer to you than me. Hmm. You shouldn't be bothering them then. Well, I I feel if I don't uh, reach out, they won't be reached out to. Have you talked to anybody about showing up? No. 
February 29th, going to be a great night over at Splitsville, raising money for kids sport. You got to know your crowd. Okay. I know the dopes that you want me to reach out to. What's the date today? Today is the 12th. Isn't so that's outside of two weeks, right? Before yeah. the event? Too soon. Yeah. I've yeah. gotten some uh, some no's for sure. Yeah, well, where did it, who asked? Well. And when? So. Outside of two weeks. Outside of two weeks. Long person. Yeah. Oh, well. Just more oodle noodle for me, I guess. Because <laughs> you know how I love the oodle noodle. On the program tomorrow, our deep, comprehensive look back on the Flames and Rangers game from tonight as the Flames look to make it five straight. Whoa. That's a big winning streak, dude. Possibly put themselves into a playoff position. Yeah. Now, if Pinder were here, he would say just, okay, points percentage, just settle, oh, no. settle the freak down. But they have 55 points. That leaves them three points back of St. Louis for the wild card. All right. We're not really going to look at the division because it's, you know, it's a, but they three they, points back. Of which? I thought there were two points back. But I see them with 55 I'm not great at stats. St. Louis, and I'm so good with numbers. But then you start throwing in points percentage and all of that. Flames right now, 529 nah, points percentage. Then. That's why I say don't worry about it. Hmm. They're not going to get so far down as to be a realistic shot at getting in the, dra the, the draft lottery or anything. So to trade the, the guys. Keep the stress out of your life. Trade some guys and have some trade them. Get some picks. Get some players. Let them play and let it shake out where it, where it shakes out. And then don't mess up the draft. That's a big piece. Don't mess it up. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. it's all well and good. They got a, their own first round pick. They got this first coming from Vancouver. They get a first in the Hannafin deal. Maybe they could get, if they get another first minute. It's great. They had three first round picks one year. Emile Poirier was one. Morgan Klemchuk was one. Yeah. Morgan's a great kid. Calgary guy. Love you. Former Calgary Buffalo. Great dude. Uh, and then Sean Monahan was the third. Like in baseball, like what is that? 333 batting average. You're going to the Hall of Fame, my friend. Not in the Todd Button Hall of Fame. <laughs> Todd. Todd. Todd is not going to the Hall of Fame. All right, Jack, you go puke. Retro, you I'm go get some pumpernickel. Mm -hmm. And uh, it is you and Cami Kepke on the afterburner tonight. Five o'clock starts, so Calgary time, hey, 7.45-ish. 750-ish, somewhere in there, live on the YouTube with your post-game analysis. And then, of course, we're back with the show tomorrow. Looking forward to it. See you, buddies.